Okay, today's daf is Aflamid Tess and Kedushin. And let me point out that today's daf is a special daf because it marks the halfway point through Shas in terms of number of dapim. There's 2,711 dapim that we learn in 40 Masechto through the daf Yomi, and uh, half is 1,355 and a half. This is the half. And we're coming now, this uh, page, Lamed Tess is the 1,355th uh, page that we're learning. 1,355, so as we're almost halfway through the daf, or as maybe then Mishnah and Amibes, that, that we're at the halfway point. So Hashem should give us koach to go on and make a seat in Hashem in a few years. Amen. So we're up to about uh, three quarters of the way down on the page, Rav Hanan Anan, even with Agol Sagra on the side, where it says Agol Sagra on the right side of the page. Right there it says the story, Rav Hanan Anan, Habishak Levazi Bu'urcha. They were in Chutzlaretz, they were walking on the road. They saw a man, the Kazara Zoran Badiadari, who was planting seeds with one another. Umrlay, now these were not grape seeds, he's just two different species of grains. Umrlay, Nesi Manasham, say one said to the other, let's put him in Khairam, being over this. Umrlay, Lochabrisu, Lochabrisu meaning it's not clear, like Machvarte, it's not clear to you the halocha, you're making a mistake here. We'll see in a minute what this means. Because that's not really also in Chutzlaretz. In Chutzlaretz, you're allowed to mix two different seeds if we're not talking about grape seeds. The Suchazil, they saw another story. They saw a man planting wheat and barley in a vineyard. Now, he wasn't planting grape seeds with the, uh, with the wheat and barley. He was planting wheat and barley in a, gra- in a uh, vineyard. Again, he said, let's turn the family. So here also it means clear. It's not clear to you, the halacha. Don't we hold like Rav Yoshi, the Amar? When are you chayiv? Only if you plant in one throw of the hand, and other than one handful, you have both, you have all three. Wheat, wheat barley, meaning two different grains, and a grape seed. Only there are you, are, is it also. Otherwise, it's not. The time of Rosh Rashi brings down, it, learn out because it says, mm-hmm. you have to plant the vineyard with Klein, meaning you have to plant seeds, meaning Klein, two different seeds with the grape seed. Only then is it also, but over here where they're just planting in Futslaris, where they're planting two different kinds of species, even if they throw them in a vineyard, in an existing vineyard, that's not also. Rav Yosef Ma'arav Bisri, he mixed up different seeds. He's already planted them in Chutzlaretz. I'm only a buyer of anan tanan, a climb with the sofrim. We learn our Mishnah that climb in Chutzlaretz is with the sofrim, right? We said the Mishnah didn't really say it. The Mishnah said Chutzmarav a climb, and we said uh, we said a climb is is a, is us in a different Mishnah, not our Mishnah. But the Mishnah we mentioned yesterday says that the climb is also with the sofrim. It's at least also with Rabbanan. I'm only a lokasha kamakai kam kam blaisroim. Are we talking about climb kerem? That's also. But Klai's wrong. If you just talk about two different seeds, let's say you mix a lemon and an orange seed together, that's not also Chutzlaretz. Klai Karim, Klai Karim, which involves, again, throwing two different seeds together with the grape seed, the Baruch, which in Aristotle is a sewer and by no, you can't have an awe from something like that, you can't have any awe. But Chutzlaretz, not because of the bottom of the you shouldn't plant them together. Klai's wrong. If it's just different seeds, not involving a grape seed. Right, it's low asir, but no, it's not asir no. Meaning, if you plant it, it's asir, but you can't have a, but you may have enough from it. it's nami low gosir, but the weren't gosir at all. So technically, in chutzarts, you could mix two different species of seeds as long as there's no grapes involved. Grape seeds. Then Rabbi Yosef, who had planted these seeds in chutzarts together, 
again, with the understanding that it's not Osir and Chutzlar, it's, again, since we said that our law is even Chayiv and Chutzlar, and we said that's Halach Lomash Meisinai, we said. Fayim is Osir Midarabonim. But what's the Osir Midarabonim? If you do a grape seed with it, otherwise it's not. And Chadash, we said, that's a Machlokas, but we all like Rabbi Lezer, that Chadash is Osir Minatora in Chutzlar. After Rabbi Yosef did this, he said, Lab milsi dami, what I said is wrong. I, I, so sorry, I think what I did is not permitted. You can't make seats at all. Why? The Rab, Zora Ginsa, the Bay Rab, Rab in Chutzlaritz, planted a garden in the yeshiva, outside the yeshiva, I guess for the boys to have a garden, to have vegetables to eat. Mishari, Mishari, in different rows, meaning he planted different rows with different species. He didn't mix the species in the same row. My time, why did he do that? Lab Mishumi Rubei, because he didn't want to have client mixed up together. So he held, even though it's only Nisidra Bada, but it's still Osir. And that, not like what I did before and what you're saying before, that if you have two different species of foot stars without grape seeds, it's not Osir at all. I'm going to have bias. So you can't prove anything from that story of Rab. If you tell me that Rab, the way a vineyard is normally planted, where you have in the four corners and one in the middle, with the space in between, Shapir and Rashi says, or if it was in one row, but it was a, you kept the distance between the different species. So you could tell me that Rav is trying to show that even when there's no grapes involved, as long as there's a uh, space between them, uh, that's okay. Mashma that if there's no space between them, it's not okay. If you would tell me that Rav planted them at distances from one another, then I understand your point. That over here, maybe just put the different species in different rows, either because of beauty because of the uh, not to bother the shamas. The shamas is going to go out and pick the vegetables, and he wants to pick tomatoes. He wants to pick tomatoes. He wants lettuce. He wants lettuce. In other words, whatever the min was, it'll be easier for him to keep everything uniform in one row rather than have the seeds all mixed up. So you can't prove anything from that story, and therefore we stay with that klyzrim in chutzlars where there's no grapes involved is permitted. But Kleikerem, if it's with a grape, it's a, with, with uh, your throat, you're planting different seeds, two different species with a grape seed, that's Osir Midarabonan because it's Osir Bahano and Eric Sasra. And therefore, in the footstarts, it's also Osir. And uh, yesterday we talked about it, what happens when it's a suffix, right? When it's a suffix. So we said that when it comes to Arla in Chutzlaritz, right? We said Arla is Osir because. Um, it's it's also because of Allah Mashmisina, but Allah Mashmi said said that chutzlars are in Syria, even Syria, which is closer to Israel than regular chutzlars. It's mutter because that was the that was the Allah Mashmisina that was given. So we talk here in this parak about mitzvahs that are for men, not for women, or for both, or mitzvahs that apply in different places in Eretz Israel or not in Eretz Israel. And uh, these are the we're talking about these different mitzvahs. What about the schar of mitzvahs? Which mitzvahs apply to men? W- women, we talked about that. What about mitzvahs? Where do they apply? What about the schar mitzvahs? Kalaosa mitzvah achas. If you do one mitzvah, mativan lo, you're rewarded, and your days are lengthened. Rashi says, um, in this world, you're rewarded in this world, mativan lo is in this world, and you extend his days, and he inherits the land. Rashi says, So here, this is an important Rashi because. What are we what are we talking about? It's from this Mishnah's Mashma that you get rewarded both in this world and in the next world. We'll see another sheet in the Gemara that there is no reward in this world, it's all in the next world. But these are two, these are two different concepts. Are we rewarded in this world for mitzvahs? Or like Rabbi Yaakov says, later on we'll see, 
that schar mitzvahs behayam aleka. There's no schar for mitzvahs in this world. It's totally in the next world. Totally in the next world. So if good things happen to you here, that's your mazel. Or maybe you're being rewarded in this world so that you'll suffer in the next world, depending on your circumstances. So, so the Mishnah first is called mitzvah. So if you do one mitzvah, you reward in this world, and your days are lengthened, and you'll inherit the land next world. And if you don't, if you don't perform one mitzvah, even though you're not rewarded, and your days are not extended. So what are we speaking about? What do you mean? One mitzvah, not just one mitzvah, and if you don't do one mitzvah, if you're even not, so we'll see, the Gemara is going to explain that when, when it says, mitzvah, you do one mitzvah, meaning that if you were shakul, you were even, even number of mitzvahs and averis, do one mitzvah, that puts you over. You've tipped the scales in your favor. And kol osa mitzvah, is talking about where you're 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 in you're uh, in uh, deficit, you know, you're one more of than mitzvah. And if you don't do that mitzvah to even it out, you're in trouble. That's what the mission is meaning. We say Fazwaminu. What do you mean over here? You're saying over here that if you do one mitzvah, you're Yochaminu, the famous mission in Peah, which we say every day in the beginning of Davening, El, these are the things that a person eats the fruits in this world, and the principle stays in the next world. What that? honoring one's parents, chasadim, and doing uh, acts of kindness, inviting uh, guests, bringing peace between two people. Talmud Torah is the equivalent of all of them, maybe even all of them put together. Talmud Torah is the best thing you can do, learning Torah. Uh, so what do you see over here? Um, so these are the things that you eat the Paris in this world, and the Karen says in the next world. And the Mishnah says, if you do any mitzvah, it sounds like any mitzvah, any mitzvah, you get uh, you get it in this world and next world. If you're even Stephen, like I said before in the Mishnah, if you're even Stephen and you do one mitzvah more, even low, they reward of a doma commission as if he fulfilled the whole Torah. Because one mitzvah puts you over. If you're even, one mitzvah puts you over. All you need is to win by 51%. You don't need more than uh, just over 50% of good deeds, right? Are you telling me that the other mitzvahs, the, the important mitzvahs that you said, uh, learning Torah, mashma, if that's all you had, and you had all of Averis, but you did one of those three or four mitzvahs, that puts you over? What does that mean? Does that make sense to say that if you uh, a few lokaim shar mitzvahs, it's me If a person is not has a hundred percent Averis, but he does the learns Torah also. Is that is that a case? There were there were great Tamilikham who became up and they would sit and learn Gemara smoking on Shabbos. You know, there's stories like that. Because they enjoyed the uh, you know, they enjoyed the, the study of the Torah. So would that would that be okay? It means this. If you were 50-50, but among the 50 good things was one of these, like uh, bringing shalom, kibbutzim, then it's like you have 51%. When I say 51, I mean over 50, right? That means that if it's even, it's really even. But among the good ones are one of these, that's machras. But if it's not one of these, if it's a regular mitzvah, let's say you put on tzitzis or whatever, yeah, you were 50-50, you put on tzitzis, that puts you over. Uh, and now you have actually more than 50% of good deeds. But uh, if you only had 50-50 and, you had, and among the 50 good ones were those, that also puts you over. It's really true that if you do one more mitzvah, then then uh, then even Stephen, then 50-50, uh, you're rewarded for a mitzvah. 
if your merits are greater than your sins, Marian Lo, you know what? We punish him. If your merits are greater than your sins, we punish him. The Doma Commission stuff called to be birth the whole Torah. Shai men Afilasafas didn't even one. He didn't even leave one letter. The Chosha Barosa Merubin Mitzvosa. And if your sins are greater than your merits, Matibana we reward him. The Doma Commission come called to us as if he as if he fulfilled the whole Torah. Below Fisar Osachas and he man he didn't he didn't lack even one letter and fulfilled everything. So what's going on over here? You just said in our mission that if he does over fifty percent good deeds, he's rewarded. Here it says over fifty percent. He is punished. This mission that we just quoted means this, that if he has more good deeds than bad deeds, we we punish him in this world so he'll get a scar in the next world. If he has, that means we give him a good day. We give him like a part, we, give him, we, we send him off, you know, badly because it's a good day for him in the long run. And as we punish him in this world, so it's in the next world. If he has more abeyers than, 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 um, than uh, good deeds, then we reward him in this world so that he'll be punished in the next world. That's what it means here. So according to this, uh, according to this, a person is rewarded and punished um, uh, both in this world and the next. That's what we say. We talk about this world and the next world, and there's punishment and reward in both worlds. Rav Amr, Rav says, no. Hi, money, Rav Yaakov. How money, Rav Yaakov? This goes like Rav Yaakov. The Amr is char mitzvah, there is no char in this world at all. That's what Yaakov says. The time Yaakov says, any mitzvah in the Torah where it tells you what the schar is, where it tells you what the schar is, uh, it doesn't always tell you what the schar is. It doesn't tell you that if you keep kosher, what your schar is going to be. Right? It tells you if you, I mean, uh, keep kosher or if you uh, keep Shabbos, whatever. It doesn't tell you the schar there. But a mitzvah where it tells you what the schar is, it's also not dependent on chiyas mesim. In other words, we'll see that, as he's going to quote in a minute, what do we mean by that? Any mitzvah where it tells you the schar for the mitzvah is dependent on How so? It says, notice he says, it doesn't say olam it says, that the schar is going to be not just in the next world that we go to, maybe after we did, after we pass this world, but also in the in which is going to come later on, or maybe it's not after Tchias Meis means all above. For example, what is it? It says right? So it says you'll have long days. Right? It says that you'll have long days and it'll be good for you. In the midst of sending away the mother and keeping, if you want to take the children, you'll have long days. In both these cases, this is long days. What about this case? A father tells a son, go up to the loft, go upstairs. Rabbi goes, bring me some pigeons. Rabbi went up there. When he saw the pigeons, there was what? It was a, the, the, the mother was sitting on the chicks or on the, uh, on the uh, young birds and or the eggs, whatever. And he sent away the mother's He took the children, the chicks or whatever, the eggs. When he came back to, to uh, give it to his father, he fell down and died. Now, he just was Mekayim Kibra Vein. He was Mekayim Shiloh Haken. Both of them says you're going to have long life. Where, where is the good days that he's going to have? Where is his long days? Where is his good? Where is his long days? Ella must be a 
but it means that Lamaind does not mean in this world. Olam Shkoch, it's all good. The next world is all good. Lamaind Yerichon Yemechel, Olam Shekulo Arach, that's all long. What do we mean by long? So the Mepharshim say that we understand what's good. There's only good in the next world. There's no bad. But what do you mean long? Long means because in this world, when you get something good, it passes. You had a simcha, you had something good, you made some money, you had a good meal, whatever the thing was, you did it and it's over, right? In the next world, next world is beyond time. The good extends forever. It doesn't stop. That means it's, it's, a, it's long good. Okay, so, so Rabbi Yaakov said from here, how is it possible this could happen? Where, how could the Pasuk say, be referring to long life in this world? If the man died, as he was in Khan Kibbutz of Aim and Shiloh Haken, where's Lamanya Rich? Pusik says you're going to have long days. How do you have long days if he died? So, therefore, it must be that we're talking about the next world. That's Rabbi Yaakov's opinion. Maybe it can't happen. Maybe there can never be such a case. If you're in the middle of fulfilling your father's wishes, you can't die. It, it, it's like automatic, it will never happen. And so, Rabbi Yaakov Maisa he saw Maisa, he actually saw it took place. That's what he. He saw that from the story. He saw a story. He saw a guy and the guy died. So he saw from there, it must be that the scars in the next world. Maybe he was thinking about an Aveira while he was doing it. So maybe that causes death. A bad Machshav Hashem doesn't count. Right? He was doing a good Maisa. Agam doesn't add that either to a good Maisa or a bad Maisa. Maybe he was thinking about an Azara. It says, believe him. Even in their heart, if you're thinking about a bazaar, a God will get you for that. This is what he meant. This is what Yaakov said. If there would be a schar for a mitzvah in this world, he should have, he was just performing a great mitzvah for which he was supposed to get long life in this world. So why didn't that protect him from having a, a kavana of a bazaar? LMI must be that there is no schar in this world. So this is a real machlokas. Rabbi Yaakov says, there's no schar in this world. If good things happen, be careful. That might be your reward, so you don't get it in the next world. Or maybe that's just your mazel. But there's no schar in the next, in, in this world at all. Only in the next world, yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. No, but he, he mean yeah, but he didn't know that it was there. But there means that it happened by, it happened incidentally, that he didn't plan it. So here he just said, go up on the roof somewhere, go find a bird. When he found the bird, it happened to have chicks there. He didn't, he didn't know in advance it was there. The mitzvah is only if baderach, meaning that you didn't plan it. You can't take a chick, uh, you know, a bird, put it on the chicks, and then say, I'm in It has to be by happenstance. So here it happened by happenstance. He didn't know. When he went up to get the bird, he didn't know it was going to be sitting on the chicks. He didn't know that. Or maybe he found it on the roof somewhere, whatever. Ah, he says to Gemara, okay. So that's Rabbi Yaakov's opinion. So that's what he means. If a person has more schuyot than Averos, you know what? He's he's punished in this world, so he'll have more schuyot in the next world. If he has more Averos than Mitzvahs, then for sure he's going to be, he's going to get paid in this world, the good stuff, so that he'll lose his share in the next world. But the real schuyot for, for a good person is only the next world. How could it be that a person on his way to doing a mitzvah is hurt, is damaged? Right, and and, and the, here he even died. We have a class shulcha mitzvah in the zakim. That's where he's on his way to do a mitzvah. Here he was hurt on the way back. Then it can happen, right? About the chasen shiny, it's different. Also, maybe chasen shiny. There, on on the way to do a mitzvah, you're not going to be hurt, but on the way back, he could be hurt. Ivan Rav Lazar shulcha mitzvah and zakim lo be the chasen mitzvah. He has gemara mitzvahim. Right, that Rav Lazar said that a person was a messenger to do a mitzvah is not going to be hurt. Not neither on the way nor on the way back. 
and Tzatzum Ru'ah Havei Havei. It was a rickety ladder, the Kviyazeka, where it was likely to be hurt. In other words, you go into a dangerous neighborhood where they're shooting, and you say, well, I'm learning, and nothing's going to happen to me. That's not so good. In a normal way, Shluchim is Hanazakim. But if it was a dangerous situation, he could. When there's when it's likely to be injured, like it's a dangerous thing, you went up on a bad ladder. Um, so then you, we don't rely on a miracle. The Sivit says, Shmuel. Shmuel said, How will I go and appoint David? Even though God told him to do it, is going to hurt, or again, he's going to kill me. When is he going to kill me? You just, God told you, God gave you the commandment. The answer is, Shaul's <laughs> still running the show in Eretz Israel, and he would kill him. So you see, you're not you don't rely on a miracle. Amr Yosef, Il Mali Doshi Acher. Acher was the famous Elisha Ben Abuya who went out to Tarbis Ra, who uh, turned turned away from Torah and turned to Avodah and said, Il Mali Doshi Acher Lahaykra. Had he darshan this pasuk, Rav Yaakov Bar Barse, Rav Yaakov was his grandson, the son of his daughter. Had he darshan it like Rav Yaakov to say what the schar is in the next world? Don't worry. How could a person die when he's doing these mitzvahs? The answer is he's going to get the sign in the next world. And he darshan like his grandson, Lochata. He wouldn't have sinned, but he didn't darshan it like Rabbi Yaakov, his grandson. What was the story with him? He can, I mean, some say he saw a story like this where a man was on his way to do uh, the midst of Kibbutz Aim, maybe, and or the mitzvah of Shiloh HaKan, and he died right away. He can, I mean, some say he saw with the Arugim Malchus, he saw that the tongue of Chutzman Samit saw that a chazer, a pig, was schlepping it through the street. Amr Pesh, a big magos, a mouth that uttered such pearls, should lick the, the dirt. Nafikhat, and he went out and he said, Rami Raftumi Barav, Raftumi Barav asked the following question, Barav Kisna rather. Rami Raftumi Barav Kisna, Rabbi asked the following question. Right? If he does a mitzvah, he's rewarded. If he didn't do a mitzvah, he's not rewarded for a minute. If you're sitting and you didn't do a mitzvah, you didn't do a mitzvah, you didn't do a mitzvah, you just sat there. No, some schar comes a mitzvah. He gets a schar as if he's done a mitzvah. So how can you say that? Amish says only if you do a mitzvah, then you're rewarded. Here it's mashma. As long as he refrained from doing a mitzvah, from doing an avera, right? He's rewarded as if he did a mitzvah. That's different. That's where an avera came into his hand. He was tempted. The Nitzel and he, resent, he resisted the uh, the the Avera. and and the Kedusha uh, Levi Levi Radishev says what do we mean by that that if a person was sitting and he was contemplating he was sitting and he was contemplating Hashem uh, means he settled himself because of fear of God in other words there's many times in life we all know we don't have to give particular instances when a person could have done an Avera and nobody would have seen him, whether it was eating a ham sandwich or or something immoral. Somebody could have done something. And he said, listen, nobody's going to see me. Listen, when he resisted, it's only because of his fear of God. That's what that's the difference when a, a, a Shemitar Mitzvah has fear of God. That prevents him from doing the Avera, not the fact that he won't be caught by other humans. That's what he means. Going to Yoshev, the law of Avera, he contemplated why didn't do it because of Yerush Hashem. Then he's rewarded as if he did a mitzvah. That's a great mitzvah. And Rashi says over here, Asr Shabbat Veliado, Ha'u Yashav Lo'av Avera, the Kamar, Notalov Schar Be'Avera Shabbat Veliado, Be'Kafa Yitzra, he gets Schar for for having resisted uh, and resisted his Yitzra Hara to do the Avera. Velo'av a mitzvah Yaseir Mizu, says Rashi. There's no mitzvah greater than that. Can you imagine that? There's no greater mitzvah. You didn't do anything. 
You didn't do anything. You resisted the temptation. That is a great mitzvah. Rashi says there's no greater mitzvah. For example, and he gives examples. A certain shiksa that uh, tempted him to immorality. He tried to seduce him. Omar Milsa, so he said something. He said some magical, uh, uh, you know, magical incantation. And his body was all of a sudden filled with uh, with boils and scabs. You know, it made himself undesirable. Of the Himil, so she did something. These old shiksas, these shiksas knew how to do things, knew how to do magic. And she did something, and he was healed. So he ran away. He he, had, he was healed and he didn't know what to do. All right, he ran away. Tosha, he hid, but he hid in a bathhouse. It was a dangerous bathhouse that demons frequented that place. If you have the island betraying, even if you went in in twos, two was a way to, if you went in doubles, the demons would stay away. Even if you went in in twos, even during the day, the demons would get you. But he was saved over there. The the next day, Amalur Abana mind of what saved you, what what guarded you. Amalu, Shnei no Sekis are two imperial guards protecting me. It's like Hashem sent two guards to protect him, Shamuni Kalalilah. They guarded me the whole night from the demons. Amulay, Shemadavarcha, why were you Zofa to that? You went into a dangerous place, right? They said you're not supposed to go into a place which is dangerous, because he was trying to avoid the temptation. Amulay Shema Davar Erva Boliath and Bosh will say that uh that she was a big, strong woman, you know, could have forced him. So uh, maybe some immorality uh, was about to seduce you, was tempting you, and you resisted it, and you were saved. If an Aveira comes at the end of a Nitzel, what does Ramam say that what's the real, the real uh, tshuva is when you once fell doing a certain Aveira, and then the same Aveira came into your hands, you could have performed it, and you resisted the second time. That's real tshuva. So called and he resisted. A miracle is performed for him. So maybe that's what happened over here. The strong men, right? Mighty men who were doers of Shem Lishmo to listen, but called the Baruch, the God of Yitzchak. This is an example. Who's an example? Rav Tzadik, the God of Tzadik, what happened with Rav Tzadik and his friend? Rav Tzadik, Tavosim, a similar thing where a uh, um, sorry, where a, uh, a shiksa had uh, tried to seduce him. I'm very weak, you know, I have no strength. I'm not able to perform. Uh, maybe you got something to eat here. You know, I'm really tired. I really have no, maybe you have something. I'm I got something which is not kosher, some uncoated, not kosher food. What, what do you think? In other words, what's the difference? If you do this kind of affair, you'll eat that too. But Rashi says it means more than that. Dhamil says, what, what is it that uh, that the only food that's available to me now is something which is not kosher? Why? Because that's fitting for me. Rashi says, Mikan, Hai, Ramas, If you're gonna if you're gonna sleep with a shiksa, you're right to eat non-kosher also. Chagar so she uh, she lit the uh, oven, she fired up the oven uh, to prepare the food for him. She says, Tommy says, okay, Mafkamina, you know, if I'm gonna do this. Might as well eat non-kosher too. She lit up the oven and heated up the oven. Kaman and she put the food inside. Solik, he went there. He went and put himself. Rav Tzadik went and sat himself in the oven. Amrlei, my high. What are you? What are you? You're killing yourself. If you do this avera or eat the non-kosher food, I will fall into Gehenim also. Amrlei, she said to me, if I knew that it was such a great, a terrible crime to you, I wouldn't have bothered you so much. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, you know. Um, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't bother you so much. I, I, you know, she left him, and she let him be. She let him be, um, and and um, and that's what that's what I mean. If 
she would have uh, let him go. She wouldn't have bothered him. She knows it was such a terrible sin. She didn't think it was such a terrible sin. But the Goyim, it's not so terrible. Rafkana was very poor, and he was forced to sell baskets to women like a fuller brush man, that women put their put their sewing materials in there. Tavasim says, so of course he comes in contact with women. So one of the shiks has also tried to do some Amr he said, I'll tell you what, let me go get, let me go prepare myself. I'll go, you know, put some perfume on. I'll go make myself attractive. He went upstairs, and he threw himself down from the roof because he, in order to, to prevent himself, he, the Yetzirah was so great, like this, like Rav Tzadik was willing to put himself in an oven. Uh, we had the story with Rav, uh, Rav Chinev Papi was willing to put himself in danger by going into a dangerous bathhouse. Here he threw himself down from the roof. Uh, and came and caught him, you know, like Superman, caught him in the middle of the air, caught him in the air. He caught him. Leo said, I was 400 parasangs away from you. You schlepped me, made me schlep here to save you. What caused me to do this? That I would, I was about to be seduced and I had to kill myself to avoid it. It's the poverty that I was stuck with this terrible job of selling baskets uh, to women. So obviously I was going to come across women. So he gave him a large amount, a, uh, a vessel full of dinarim, so that he wouldn't have to do that uh, that job of uh, that shows poverty. He gave him some money, so he wouldn't have to do that anymore. That was the story. So we see that resisting an avera is one of the greatest mitzvahs he can do. All right, we'll pick it up here tomorrow, Mitzvah Hashem, same time, five o'clock. Mark <laughs> Simato.